0: Everything's perfectly just out of reach for me here. Mm -hmm.
1: No, that's good. The straining, the 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 straining is good. Is good radio, you know. It's good mouth along with mouth sounds
0: and the the Mm. the rubbery squelching of a hydro flask lid, like locking into place.
1: (laughs) That's it. That's it. That's uh, welcome to. Yeah the the F one files ASMR edition. Yeah, yeah, that's it. This is our
0: oh. audio, our soothing audio podcast. Oh wait, no, no, it's not. This isn't our. This is not our soothing audio I'm, podcast. I'm going to crumple a post <laughs> note. <laughs> Yo, Johnny, do you remember when we went to the? Uh, I mean, I know you remember this when we went to our first Grand Prix and we saw just that just it was maybe an old couple or maybe it was just like us in the future where we were just like parked (laughs) up in lawn chairs just perfectly napping as those v8s were just tearing or v10s at that point were just tearing past us Mm, my god beautiful yeah it is kind of it is kind of like asmr but Mm -hmm that's again behind the patreon that's that's behind the yes, f1 file that's right <laughs>
1: patreon <Please.
0: laughs> but uh, this is this is the main feed this is this is the main feed and the main feed is uh, what what is this
1: it's an it's another free episode of <laughs> the f1 files Ah, <laughs> uh, great yeah that's uh, that's right baby
0: our formula one podcast this is just a couple of doofuses who happen to be best friends who also happen to be avid f1 fans here in the united states of america i am Corey willis one of the hosts i'm an actor writer improviser out here in california
1: this is john lapore i'm a creative consultant designing the future for film technology and automotive mm. uh cory yeah we just saw the first grand prix of the yeah. 2023 season we uh, sure how did. are you feeling how are you feeling
0: i i feel a a, a rainbow the full spectrum of emotions <laughs>
1: Uh, it's true. It's a very good. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I also am feeling many different things. Yeah. yeah. Much like Uh, the,
0: the Lewis, uh, post that you just sent me, uh, was (laughs) the, the feel good rainbow, uh, rainbow post that he sent out this morning. Uh, happy Sunday folks. Uh, yes. (laughs) Anything's possible. (laughs) Uh, anything, Including uh, Fernando Alonso challenging the Red Bulls for uh, for a potential race win. If he had gotten a clean getaway at the start, my Mans would have had he he would have been challenging Checo and maybe even Max for that uh, second and, and first stop uh, on the on the podium. What do you so?
1: I I can't even pull together yeah. like a table of contents of what happened in this yeah, race. I All I can do is just yeah. say like we, you, you have to start with the key story of the race, which is, of course, Fernando Alonso and team yeah. Aston Martin. And, are, Lance Stroll, and, 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 and Lance Stroll, Tiny Tim himself. And Lance Stroll literally uh driving the car with hooks for hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> candymanning it. <laughs> yeah, candymanning his way around the Bahrain Grand Prix. Uh, and still, uh, you know, finishing near the the, the front of the pack. Was he? Um, sixth. He finished uh, uh I think he finished sixth ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, he which finished sixth. Bananas. Absolutely bananas. Fernando Alonso afterwards oh. said to him, uh Lance, you are my hero. Yeah. Um for for racing with his, you know, busted <laughs> wrists. And apparently he also broke broke toe? his ankle. Yeah. yeah. Or his toe. Broken his toe, toe. broke his yeah. toe. Yeah. <sighs> my God. Man. And uh yeah. So so yeah. So Aston Martin has something serious going on. Mm-hmm. uh they've got some magic oh that magic that magic is also of course extra fortified and it's definitely worth noting that lance is right up there lance is oh yeah he's he's doing he has been boosted significantly uh and then of course the the most senior driver on the grid mm-hmm. both in age and in mental warfare is uh is fernando alonso and is and and to me it was awesome seeing him rip this car around Mm -hmm. and as he you know as i think he has been doing for the last decade typically behind the wheel of terrible terrible cars getting the absolute most out of it yep and i think there's a couple specific moments that we can look at and like literally be like you don't get to see cars move on TV like that, no. except for when they're at the absolute limit, at the absolute edge. And it was, to me, it was it was a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. And it was lovely to hear. Uh, I think it was about 10 laps before the end of the race. Oh, Fernando yeah. got on the radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what were his exact words? It was just... Uh, so was, he says this
0: is a lovely car to drive just the most spanish possible just mm-hmm. put the most spanish stank on it too he was just like yeah. this is a lovely car to drive uh just the cadence mm-hmm. of his speech just the nonchalant way he came over yeah, the radio So display. relaxed so yeah. chill oh in the uh in the post in the post-race fia press conference these are uh available I don't know if they're available to everyone, but they you can get them if you have the F1 TV package, and I've I've got that. And in the in the post race interview, Alonzo was like, "Yeah, I could have kept driving for like another hour or so in that car. It was so comfortable." And like it, it was because both Max and Checo both were like, "What? Like you know what? No, we don't drive." you don't drive these cars (laughs) leisurely we don't enjoy driving these cars they yes they are thrilling to drive but not like it's not like you're out for a sunday drive fernando what are you talking about and
1: yeah yeah, apparently he's like i'm i'm going to sleep in the car tonight yeah it's just that it's just just that that comfortable yeah 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 oh
0: what 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 a treat to see alonso really showing up and i mean this is what we were this is what we were kind of peeking at during testing and this is what everyone was kind of saying and even when Alonso went to aston martin last year when when everything went sideways especially if you've just recently gotten caught up on drive to survive which i i now have i'm completely caught up on it uh you'll see that sebastian vettel that was like a huge thing. Sebastian Vettel leaving Aston Martin because he wasn't mm-hmm. really enjoying driving anymore. That was yeah. quite literally what he said. He didn't feel the passion for driving the car. And now he steps out of the car. Alonso steps in. A man seven years his senior, I think, mm-hmm. is the age difference between Vettel yeah. and Alonso. And Alonso's like, Yeah, I love driving this car. I love driving this car so much. It's the best thing to do. I would rather be in this car than not be in it and you don't hear that about f1 cars uh you, that's just not a thing that happens with these cars they well we also haven't
1: heard alonzo say anything about a car even remotely positive mm-hmm. in Since quite some time 2013 that was another thing that he was asked during the press
0: conference they were like yeah. uh when, when was the last time you felt this good driving a car and he was like 2013 2013 is when I felt this confident driving a car Wow I was like uh oh well well folks we are we've got and I, I texted this to you Johnny I still do think that there is a good chance that we will see Fernando Alonso crowned world champion either this year or next there's a, there's a good chance uh, I mean all right uh, he said one more thing that he said in the press conference he was like everyone else? They're driving the same car as last year. Everyone else's concept is the exact same as last year. We have 95%, we changed 95% of the car. And this is just mm-hmm. the first iteration of this car. We are, it is only going to get better. And it's already on this path. So I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Sorry. Go ahead. Right, so my,
1: my, <laughs> My other, my second biggest story of the race, mm-hmm. and then I want to get right back to just talking about Fernando about Alonso. More, yeah, this podcast just, is just, only yeah. going to
0: be about Fernando Alonso yeah. uh, the, <laughs> and us making the, jokes
1: about other people.
0: The other, the other, the other
1: story that I want to spend as little time talking about as possible is that mm. uh, Red Bull just dominated, and they just yeah. kind of seem to just walk away with it in a way that, you know, uh, ESPN ran a meme yesterday after qualifying that was uh it wasn't even like a meme because it was like made by the ESPN people they just did a very nice photoshop of <laughs> uh of Max standing on the car pumping his fist but put the infinity gauntlet on his fist and said oh. like you know uh you know Max Verstappen is inevitable and that's that's what it felt like and you know i mean in this race he was uh, he was what, seven seconds ahead of his teammate at the end of the race. And his teammate was like 10 seconds ahead
0: Yeah, I, Alonzo. I, I pulled up cause I do my, I do my little thing with Grand Prix, folks. If you're, if you haven't listened to this podcast or you're new to it at uh, my, my fun little thing is I listened to Lewis Hamilton's radio for the whole race. And one of the things that he came on the radio and asked at the very end was, uh he comes on and asks uh Bono, his engineer, he's like, What's the um so what's what's the gap to the Red Bulls? And Bono comes back on and he like hesitates for a moment and he's like, uh, just fifty-one seconds. Yeah. Which means the Red Bulls finished damn near a minute ahead of both Red Bulls. That's like Yeah. Ooh, that is so so difficult to process uh and george said it too there we probably are going to see red bull win every single race this season if this is what it looks like at least yep. this season maybe even into next year oh this is what we were so scared of oh
1: and it's, now yeah i mean i will say after this race and maybe it's just like a, you know, emotional defense mechanism of some mm-hmm. kind, but I'm almost like already resigned to like, cool. So, you know, first and second place will go to Red Bull. And then there's yeah. this sport called Formula One that exactly. is from yeah. second to 20th place yep. where we watch the rest of the action. And that that will be, uh, that seems to be, After this race, we're getting a taste of like at least, you know, from from third on is going to be a wild, wild batch of cars all duking it out. Um, Oh, in the
0: top 10 out of the top 10 finishing spots of this race, Mm. seven out of the 10 teams
1: were represented in the top 10. Yeah.
0: Like that doesn't. Again, that's
1: very mixed up. That's very scrambled up. That doesn't uh, happen
0: unless a race, unless you see wet conditions, you don't see a race finishing. Like, that. I mean, I, I don't
1: remember a race finishing like that, Johnny, where we it's been, had the, f- this, after qualifying, um, we had the, f- the top 10 mm-hmm. cars qualifying times were within one second, one of each second. other, the whole field
0: at the end of qualifying yeah. one. Was one point one second apart. That's yeah. First to twentieth was a difference of one point one seconds, and that gap only went down by two tenths of one second between first, like the first qualifying session
1: and the last second. Can we talk about qualifying
0: real quick? Did you watch yeah, any please, of it, Johnny?
1: Please, I did. I did. I watched all of qualifying. I was on the edge of my seat. Um, yeah. I was, i was really excited and i mean it did have a little bit of that anticlimactic like you know q1 was so mind-bending q2 was thrilling and then q3 was a little like well uh, uh-oh okay uh,
0: yeah yeah this is this is kind of and i can't even remember because again we've i think we have both repressed this like any any self-respecting f1 fan has repressed what the last time qualifying was changed up what it looks like but this is what it felt like like just mm-hmm. this at the end of qualifying session three for a- like everyone who's watched other qualifying sessions you're like oh did we just miss half of a session did like it feels like everyone yeah. Did they just, like, erase five minutes off of the clock and not let everyone run for the full session? Because I think Ferrari only ran once. Like, they only ran through one. um, Or at least Leclerc only ran through one uh, Q3 session. Bizarre, yeah. Uh, And the only cars that ran two sessions, two runs in the third qualifying session, were both Red Bulls and Carlos Sainz. Those are the only cars that ran Two mm-hmm. times in Q3, which is like so weird. It's It was such yeah. a weird phenomenon watching Lewis roll back into the garage, watching Charles get out of the car and was like, wait, mm-hmm. is there something wrong? What What is this? Uh, but it was just, it didn't happen. Uh, I think Hulkenberg, I was yelling uh, all qualifying. Hulkenberg! <laughs> like, yeah. Over and over and over again. Because he kept showing up so big in qualifying, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they just both Haas just kind of <laughs> hit the bed in the race, uh, yeah. Uh, which is kind of was the fear that was their fear was they were going to kind of do pretty well in practice and look kind of dialed in and qualifying, and then kind of just lose pace during the race and end up behind almost everyone.
1: Yeah but uh other ooh. other disappointments ooh. uh the uh lando
0: the and the mclaren's
1: uh that was that was a pretty pretty rough pretty rough race for yeah. for them um and you know a little disappointing that we don't get to see uh piastri you know out and uh and doing his thing yeah, uh, I was pleased to see Logan Sargent, you know, not in last place like, that. yeah, uh, you know, and he almost the, made uh, it
0: made it to Q3 and qualifying. He almost made it mm-hmm. into the last uh, the last uh,
1: little bit. Same there. exact yeah. time to the thousandth yeah. of a second. Same exact time as Lando Norris, which is bizarre. Yeah, not to mention that Lando Norris's time, I think, was I I forget what the what the exact seconds were, but there was the decimals were zero 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 across the board, like it was like a bizarre anomaly, and then to have both of them uh, hit that—that's pretty uh, pretty wild. Was wild, yeah. Which is very
0: upsetting if you're a McLaren fan uh, because you don't want the mclarens sharing the same bit of track with the williams i mean ba- if yeah. you go back to our childhood then yes you absolutely want those cars sharing the same bit of track because those are championship winning cars but they are both the closest thing that this field has to a backmarker is probably yeah. mclaren at this point mclaren haas and williams is pretty good williams is looking tidy i mean Albon was came in 10th. He scored points. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's and was showing up pretty big during qualifying and the practice sessions, too. I was impressed with mm-hmm. with with both Williams uh, sergeant. But I think sergeant particularly after all, we yeah. are some, you know, we we have to we have to root for for our local Florida man. So that's right.
1: Local Florida man. We got we got, we got Local a Florida, Florida man competes in <laughs> uh in international motorsport. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so uh I I think it's great that that Logan showed up. Uh all their promo stuff, all of his promo stuff is so corny. But I think it's he's leaning into uh, the Florida thing.
1: We s- we sure. saw uh we saw Ocon uh be made an example of with penalty after penalty so his first penalty was not being perfectly positioned in the grid box yeah so it wasn't that he was too far ahead on the
0: grid it's that was it that he was misaligned within the he had pulled in a little bit too far to the right so they did like sam collins did like the zoom in giant uh what's Hmm. what's the 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 Steve King, right? Is he like the vote guy, the the vote tally guy, like
1: the uh, or yeah, Cor- yeah, Kornack? yeah.
0: Kornacki. Steve Cornack Carnacki,
1: whatever Carnacki, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I know the, what you're talking about the, the vote guy, the guy who's on like yeah, the, CNN the, the, with the, the touch screen, lead. the touch yeah. screen map, yeah, <laughs> yeah the yeah, yeah, enhance, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and
0: yep. uh, and uh, Sam Collins did the enhance thing and it showed that Ocon's front right tire and also the wing assembly. You can like clearly see it's like just inside the like the little hash mark. So mm-hmm. it's not that he went too far forward in the box. It's that he kind of lined up a little bit too far to the right. So
1: that's that was the I initial think tomorrow penalty. Tomorrow, tomorrow I'm gonna go to my uh, grocery store parking lot and hand out some <laughs> penalties. Uh... It really
0: is. Yeah, it's 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 it exactly is. that. Which like, yes, there should be more penalties handed out for stuff like mm-hmm.
1: that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so he got he he got that penalty mm-hmm. then to serve that penalty. It was a uh, uh, you have to come into the pits and spend, you know, uh, hold the car for five seconds. Five so seconds. my understanding so no was one can touch it. Yeah. He's on his way into the pits. He's not thrilled about having to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like the uh, what's what's the the movie uh, The Breakfast Club, <laughs> uh, yeah. right? Yeah. When the principal is handing out detention time and yeah. and whatnot and just keeps slapping <laughs> yeah. a little more on. So he's going into the pit lane. He goes, you know, just a little bit over the speed and they, mm-hmm. you know, flag him up. That's another that's another penalty. Pulls into the pit box. The car has to sit still for five seconds. And I think at yeah. like four point nine seconds, one of the crew members touched the car and started doing work Can on me, it. And that it was, was like. Four point, it
0: was four point, uh, I think it was 0.4 or something like that, or 0.2 seconds too early. Mm -hmm. And then he was going like 0.9 kilometers per hour over the pit limiter. And it was just such a funny, I kind of want to go back and listen to the whole process of the radio communications uh maybe i will go back and listen to that that's so stupid but i i love it um yeah that poor 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 man and then they just retired the car afterwards they penalized them so hard that yeah alpine was like you know what
1: why don't you just head home
0: (laughs) yeah why don't you just go home bud uh just you know get, get fill up fill up like uh you know fill up a nice kettle put a kettle on yeah. uh put a blanket pull that blanket mm-hmm. real close up to you light a fire and just just take it easy for a couple listen, of weeks
1: listen we never want you to be a quitter but you know what <laughs> i get it today if you want let's just go get some ice cream yeah it's not quitting chill out it's not quitting it's it's um we're we're going poor, poor
0: to reconvene. We're going to like go home and just like kind of think about the day and process it mm-hmm. as a team, as a team. <sighs> Meanwhile, his teammate went from 20th to ninth uh, and had like yep. one of the literally the other story of the day is Pierre Gasly starting so miserably having such trouble yeah. during practice sessions and qualifying and then showing up so big on race day his debut race for for Alpine and when mm-hmm. Ocon is like huh, sorry Ocon but you f- <laughs> up a bunch of times with and you've got a brand new teammate that makes you look bad it just does it, it makes you uh, he's he's a stud on that team but also you don't have a non-french teammate anymore you don't have that mm-hmm. one layer that you can hide behind like you now have someone who is a Frenchman on your team that is primarily staffed with French people steeped in French culture. You can't hide behind. Oops. I messed up a couple of times. Um, Even if your team, even if your side of the garage was at fault for part of it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So that was, that was tragic. Um, Valtteri Bottas got up there. He, uh, Mm -hmm. he tucked in quite nicely and uh, got himself some points with Alpha Romeo, which, yep. oh boy, did they need it? They needed those points for sure. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> let's talk about Lewis and George's race. What do you? What are your thoughts? What's going on here, Johnny?
1: Oh, uh, I think they came into the day probably having the wind completely ripped out of their sails mm-hmm. after qualifying. Yeah. Um, I believe this, there was statements from Toto immediately following qualifying. Yeah. Basically saying, like, you know what? We stayed optimistic through all of last year's horrific season. But today was the day that it all caught up with me. And I yeah. think maybe we've just, like maybe we've somehow been too arrogant. We've been too hard-headed. This isn't exactly what he said. This is what I'm reading into what he said. But it uh, is what the general conceit, I think
0: you're nailing it, John. This is exactly what he was getting at.
1: They had this radical non-side pod design for the car that they were trying very hard to make work. And I think, you know, last year their curse was... The porpoising issue mm-hmm. and they seem to have that totally resolved. But the car still isn't isn't good. Yeah. And... Just like, it doesn't matter if you fix the porpoising
0: problem, buddy. If your car sucks, it could bounce all day. Ferraris bounced a whole bunch last year and yeah. they were fine. You know? Um Red Bull even had a little bit of porpoising. They were fine. Alpine had it last year a little
1: bit. They were fine. so I mean maybe and maybe this is good maybe this means that Mercedes will be approaching the development of this car with a bit more vigor than maybe we even saw last year or this ability to take a little more of a clean sheet approach that could help them uh because and and you had you know alluded to this previously but I mean yeah I mean it's time for them to kind of look at what everybody else out there in the field is doing and start cherry picking the best ideas that are out there. I mean, and you know, and I'm, and I think one of the biggest hits for them is seeing their customer car the car exactly that they sell that. that they sell their engine to without any of the hyper expertise that they bring mm-hmm. to the engine that they have developed they hand one off and they're just like you just you know good luck try not to hurt yourself with this exactly. thing exactly yeah don't come
0: don't come tell us if you break it if you if you break it we'll sell you another
1: one but we're not going to even tell you how to fix it like yeah and to, and to be yeah. clear they're, they're this customer team is Aston Martin that is mm-hmm. running a mercedes engine mm-hmm. and just completely outclassed them. Yeah. This whole weekend. Yeah. This just whole completely just com- came
0: completely since, out of left field. Since like the tail end of last year have just completely outclassed yeah. them. Mercedes had one good race in Brazil at the end of last year but if you look at what aston martin did the way they started out the way they threw their whole entire design scheme completely out the Mm -hmm. window i mean they had like a nice ferrari looking car last year uh and it was bad objectively it was bad and they scrapped that plan attempted to kind of copy what the red bull did that didn't work and then by the end of the season they were like you know what we're just going to dedicate all of our time and resources to making the car better over the course of the winter. And then they gained like three seconds uh, over the course of the winter, yeah. like two and a half seconds. That's when you have a field, absolutely insane that we just mentioned it earlier. The field qualifying day was one second apart. If you have a car yep. that saw gains of two and a half seconds when you couldn't even put the thing on the track. They didn't track that car Mm -hmm. over the winter. You're not allowed to do that. The first time that car hit the pavement was at winter testing. When everyone was like, yo, a week ago. Yeah. What's up with the Aston Martin? And they were like, I don't know. I think we nailed it. Uh, Fernando was saying it. He's like, I keep feeling like I'm going to wake up. Like I keep feeling like reality is going to settle in. But maybe this is the reality. <laughs> he said that, and I was like, "Damn, dude! If Fernando's feeling mm-hmm. himself when he's sitting right next to Verstappen and Checo, uh, oh boy, we yeah. this is this is wild. Uh, this is this is bananas." And Mercedes, I think that that's what they may be hinting at, honestly, because they did say it's time for kind of a redesign, and then Lewis was kind of grilled at some point where it was like oh are you doing is there like a plan b or something like that and lewis was like there's no plan b so i think when you hear someone like lewis immediately like stiff arm uh, the media being like i don't know what you're talking about it's like ah, i think we've hit on something i think we may have hit on something if mm-hmm. you're immediately being like I, I don't know i don't know anything i don't know anything about a plan b i've never heard those letters arranged in that way before to make those sounds there it's like yeah you have everyone knows you have and clearly something is cooking and now toto's like time to swallow our pride which means that they swallowed their pride probably when they rolled that car out on like day one of testing they were like okay you know what we did last year how we changed the concept of the car in the course of two weeks There's a good chance we're going to see a Mercedes that looks a lot more like what the Aston Martin looks like than what the current Mercedes looks like uh, by the time Baku rolls around. like that's I'm going to throw that out there that we're probably Mm -hmm. going to see something with like these really dramatic undercut side pods that are like they'll still be slim. It'll still be like a slimmer look, but I think that they're figuring it out. That they are they kind of borrowed those little humps, those little shoulder humps and channels from the Ferrari already. And I think that was a good indicator of like their willingness to go, hey, we see what you did. We can make that work for our concept as well. So I think we're not gonna see a total shift into the like regular looking side pods. Not and by regular, I mean what Ferrari or Red Bull have, or the rest of the field. I think we'll see something that is a hybrid. Between those and the the zero pods, that's what I think. Mm -hmm. That's what I. I mean, John. I'm also hoping that that's what they've done. Is they're just like, you know what? Pride swallowed. Aston Martin got it right. We should just follow that development path. I mean, it
1: is crazy to me that after the miserable season that they had last year, that they didn't have that. I guess you know necessary humbling that it took this. But I think that's, I think, you know, they came to this season maybe optimistic that, you know, they were on a new path, Mm -hmm. everything was going to work out. And it just seemed like, you know, uh, for Toto to be so transparently just like, oh yeah, we need to, we need to now take seriously the fact that we have bigger problems than we even imagined before yeah. uh it's wild absolutely wild uh, and it gets me even thinking about things like has mercedes years of success been just inertia that was set in place by ross Braun, mm-hmm. you know and and whatnot and yeah it's it's crazy to uh to to think about so uh, yeah. i'm gonna be optimistic But I also get really nervous like I get I'm starting to now get nervous at how cool and level headed uh, Lewis is about all of this. I mean, he's at a very mature point in his career where he's had everything thrown at him that you can imagine he can Mm -hmm. handle it all. But like the way that like after these signs of pure misery, you know, show up and he can like. Go through the interviews and just be like, "Yeah, you know, there's some problems, but we're gonna, you know, yeah." Did you we're see get his, it together and
0: like the the media pen? Did you see his interview? I didn't uh, see that. I
1: just heard. I heard him. I heard him over the radio uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the race, like you know, being like, "Okay, guys, we got this." You know, we did good today. It doesn't seem like it, but there was good stuff, you yeah. know, and whatnot. And then and then I saw his his Instagram post that was, I guess, it was the morning before the race started that was like like literally like uh an nbc the more you know inspirational message it's uh, made of like super sweet kindness and positivity and uh i'm now i'm now just starting to be like uh uh-oh like, oh boy yeah oh he's gone these to guys mode, are yeah like, these guys oh, are no <laughs> yeah they're 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 just doing whatever they can to protect the the fragile <laughs> uh the 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 fragile uh membrane around uh around their mind that's going to be shattered over the course of the season yeah um, sorry what what happened in the in the post race i mean
0: you're not wrong that's that's maybe i'm i'm maybe uh, much more optimistic than you, but uh, just based on this, this tiny little snippet was they like, I think maybe Lawrence um, was the one who, uh, who interviewed him, but he was like, Hey Lewis, uh, I know you were a little upset. I know you guys were a little worried about coming in today and a little disillusioned with what, what's available to you, but like you scored some decent points. Did you expect to do that? Well, and Lewis, like lit up and was like, actually, today was really fun. Like I had like a lot of fun racing and it was just, you know, I mean, of course, like the Red Bulls were like miles up the road. We were never going to catch them. But like we had a lot of fun racing the Ferraris. And like I was like, I had like no front wing and I had no so much understeer in the first stint. And Mm -hmm. it was just like watching him unpack a race that really didn't matter to him. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that in a way where he was like. I don't care about racing anymore. I mean, in a way where he did not seem like his expectations were met exceeded or not met. Like it was just so hard to read what that was, especially juxtaposed with like the radio message at the very end of the race throughout mm-hmm. the race. There's a lot more radio allowed to throughout the race. So listening to there's like it's not driver coaching but there's a lot more chatter about what cars are doing what other cars are doing what you can do to manage your Mm -hmm. drive your management of your tires and all that that's like there's a lot more back and forth which is was jarring to hear i was like god i am so used to just listening to like every minute or two someone pipes up with like an update but there was like general chatter uh happening back and forth between lewis and bono and then there were some moments where it sounded like he was struggling, but then also as soon as he, like he was like, oh yeah, I'm really struggling. Like I have no rear grip, but I think it was just him giving feedback. I don't think it was him complaining and then seeing the way he was kind of like, oh, it was like fun. I mean, yeah, we've got some work to do and like, let's keep going. It made me feel a lot better about, where they are this year than where they were last year. Because uh, he was so scorned last year, especially because he came yeah. off of Abu Dhabi last year. And that's, of course, he was going yeah. to carry some of that emotional baggage. But you would assume he would have carried some emotional baggage from last year as well. But it didn't feel like that in the interview. Like, he didn't seem bothered by coming in fifth. Like uh, Mm -hmm. that's he also didn't seem like oh no we should have been 10th like he was just like oh yeah no like i'm excited to be racing it was just great to be back today so we'll see we'll see where he is if the car doesn't do well speaking of seeing where people are all right, so oh, uh oh, watching, we, we watching didn't even, the red cars. We didn't cars, even mean to do this, but we're doing it. We're waiting. We saved
1: <sighs> I was I was watching this race and I was I was feeling like Lewis Hamilton when he had written his inspirational Instagram posts. Like I was watching the Ferraris <laughs> and I was just like, "Look at them." Look I think us. they've got it together. Yeah. It's it's everything's going smoothly. Uh-huh. We got Fred Vasseur, you know, on the, on the pit wall, everything seems like it's going well. They did a, they did a double stacked pit stop that yeah. I thought was pulled off flawlessly. They were getting quick mm-hmm. pit stops in mm-hmm. everything seemed to be going nicely. And I would say, all right, you know, they're not, they're not fighting for first place, but there's been no, you know, there's been no major, you know, and then majors and, and then, and then, and then it just, and then it just fall fell, fell apart completely. Went, it went straight into uh extreme scuderia Pagliacci mode.
0: Yeah. And it just, so it started off, the race kind of started off one. There was like a weird moment where, there was uh, during qualifying, like the first car out was Charles, and like part
1: of the car broke, like broke, uh, like first. All right. So yeah, true. That was literally the <laughs> first I, like 500 like, feet of, uh, of the race. Yeah. yeah,
0: Like it may have happened before start finish. Like it, but I, like I, as he was winding up for his first qualifying lap, I think part of the car broke off, and he was like. I think something just fell off the car. And then, and then you hear his mechanic come back on. And I love his mechanics. Like, it sounds like he's just, just a little too far away from the mic uh every single time. Like he's so very tiny sounding. Uh, and yep. I think he's also just like a very tiny man, in addition to that. But like he comes on and he's like, Oh no, everything's fine. You should be fine. No, there's no no real problem. Yeah. And then you see what part of the car broke off, and it's like, this is like a critical part of the car to manage the aerodynamic of the car. And the first turn he came to, he smoked the tires, because like that part of the car broke off. And it was just like, yo, you can't, that's bad, that feels
1: bad. That part of the car came off the (sighs) first time that the car got to a speed that would remove (laughs) <laughs> this, you know that component. it was yeah. like it was yeah it was like effectively like if somebody just like left their coffee mug on the on the yeah. roof of the car and yeah. and took off and then once you get to the appropriate speed it's gone yeah that it was, was that it was, was this like a- critical aerodynamic piece that's yeah. the job is to Handle the load and the force of the air like and quite channel literally it the, on the
0: frontmost part of the car, the leading edge of the car, and that part mm. broke. Like, oh, that feels bad. Then, on the way to the grid, on their formation lap, their battery completely conked out. I guess, uh, or like the electronic control. Oh, I missed that. The, oh yeah, I think it was on Leclerc's car too, <laughs> and the the battery conked out, and they had to change. One of only two allotted components on the Ferrari. Oh,
1: oh, that wasn't for the formation lap. That was like that was right. That was between qualifying and the Grand Prix, right? Uh, Maybe it was between
0: the two, but they had to fully change the battery. Like the, ba- like the battery and the electronic control unit for the battery. Both of those are mm. like parts that are monitored by the FIA and you only get two yeah. of them per year. And they broke it before they even turned one lap in a Grand Prix. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. So that's two things that went wrong for Ferrari. Yeah. I'm such a strong believer in the rule of threes. And boy, boy, did we ever get the third thing going wrong, which was Charles Carr just died. Like 20, like just less than 30 off. laps, right? It was how many laps? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. La- oh, no. Lap 41. Sorry. Sorry. It made it 41 laps. Yeah. I didn't mean to be disrespectful to Ferrari. You had one of your cars finish more than half of a Grand Prix without breaking. Yep. Congratulations. Oh, Uh, it's it's not looking good for Ferrari folks. That's, that's a real bad sign when your car doesn't even make it to the start of the race before it needs to be fixed. And then doesn't finish the race. And now I guess maybe the engine itself, they were like, Oh no, it's just like, there's a part of the hybrid unit that was like a little weird and it went a little sideways and that's why we had to retire the car. And then, yeah, I was like, I bet there's something wrong with the power unit. I bet there's something else wrong with that car. There's no, these cars are too tightly engineered to have one thing fail, like have a catastrophic failure where you have to stop on track. If the engine, if there was just a hybrid issue, then that means they would have an issue with charging, the car or discharging the battery it wouldn't be hey dude pull the car over now and it wouldn't have been a like hey why isn't the car going I think I'm going to pull over now because <laughs> that's what it looked like too it wasn't like a yep. like mechanic or an engineer being like Charles retire the car pull the car over it was just Charles being like huh that's funny third gear seems to be a little bit uh, oh okay
1: I can't get out of third gear oh, I'll just pull it over I gotta give it to Charles he's an expert at Pulling over cars that have stopped working, yeah, he's getting real good at it. Yeah. He pulled right into the tidiest spot on the mm-hmm. track where they could easily just roll it right off. They didn't even have to bring out a full safety car. They had the virtual oh. safety car. That thing was cleared in less than a lap. Yeah, yeah, it was great job, Charles. You are uh, you're 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 a master <laughs> I at, love- you know f- ferrari at, at failed ferrari car recovery you know
0: oh uh, also seeing like the grandson of enzo ferrari's like yeah candle looking face yes just- yes oh. it was he Lu- was oh.
1: lumiere from beauty and the beast 100 yes. percent. he's oh. there in the pit uh you know uh heir to the you know ferrari fortune or whatnot yeah and when that happened they cut to him in the garage and i saw him and he just like just turned sideways around and and was (laughs) just like i do not want my i do not want my family's face to be seen on camera in this moment i refuse to be associated with so brutal
0: uh, so brutal but i i thought it was it was so fantastic to watch Ferrari come back and do exactly what we expected Ferrari to do. It sucks that it is having a catastrophic failure where you have to retire one of your cars, but you know, it's nice to see Ferrari hasn't really changed its tune that much.
1: Not that much. Oh boy, Carlito made it though. Uh, Carlito was fine. Carlito made it. He did, he did well. He did well. Um, yeah, great racing. And, uh, you know i'm i'm optimistic for for ferrari i think this is just them like you know shaking off a little bit of last season's vibe and they've got it out of their system and they're gonna show up next race like a whole new ferrari yeah 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 I and, got... and we'll say that for every race for the next 19 <laughs> races each time being like it's fine there's 19 races or sorry no there's 22 races left 20, it's in like the season, season it's like races. guys it's not a big deal there's 15 races left in the season okay listen the next four races as long as we finish first and second and every other car explodes we'll be fine
0: oh, we'll be totally good we'll have no worries whatsoever oh yeah there's it's it's not looking great Oh, there's we we forgot to mention one thing with uh with Lance Stroll and Fernando Alonso, which is they collided on the first lap.
1: Lance okay, Stroll. so let's let's circle <laughs> let's just circle back to uh, yeah, so to, to Fernando yeah, and kind of close yeah. out with yeah. just on on the high note of how joyous it was to see all of this. So first mm-hmm. off, that's amazing. Yes. that on the first lap he gets tagged from behind. By his teammate, the teammate that we're expecting that no matter what, at some point in this season, Fernando is going to throttle him. It's Uh, going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Totally inevitable. Gets tapped from behind. (laughs) He's on the radio fernando's on the radio and is like i've been hit from behind you know who was it you know like it must have been like george russell or something and like yeah. the en- the engineers are on the pit wall all just like looking at each other just like uh, uh, we'll come back to not... you yeah. we'll come
0: back to you there's no damage the car is okay just keep going just keep yeah. going <laughs>
1: oh There's, you know, Fernando. Fernando finishes in third, which is like, you know, it's like winning the world championship yeah. at this point for for him. And he's running around, and he's like giving. He's given his teammate who hit him from behind that he does not know hit him from behind. He's giving him hugs. He's telling him he's a legend for yeah. being able to race in his condition and whatnot. And he goes into the cool down room, and they're playing the replays, and he like sees it for the first time and you can see him like watching and he's so excited and his face just sort of locks
0: Yeah, in the
1: same <laughs> expression that it's been in. he shows zero emotion and you can just see the like, you know, the Fernando uh, mental manipulation machine going into overdrive yep. as he's, you know, just letting that settle in on him. Uh, pretty, just, just pretty spectacular.
0: Fernando being like, uh, I am Fernando Alonso. Of course, I, I'm I'm constantly making lists. I'm making lists, and at any moment in time, I will absolutely tear you down for, like, the slightest misstep. Wait, did you really just give me, like, a giant, huge, like, the sweetest, biggest, softest meatball you could possibly have ever thrown to me is you're my teammate. You hit me on the first lap while you were fighting someone else. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even, yep. your hands were so broken. I don't know if you were focused too much on your head. <laughs> like there are too many things for Fernando Alonso to be like, Yeah. as he's, as he's dropping the match into the kerosene filled brand new Aston Martin factory, because folks we're going to, we're going to love on Fernando Alonso a whole lot this year. I know it, but, Fernando Alonso is still Fernando Alonso. He's going to tear that place down. He is going to leave it a, like a a smoldering nightmare of a mess.
1: And <laughs> I mean he's he's ooh. I think of I think of Ferna- Fernando is like he's the joker. He's yes. the he's the uh, you know we we were always refer to him as the the agent of chaos, the guy that just, you know, Mm -hmm. he'd like to win, but he might also just be happy just to see the entire world burn. Yeah. And it's just uh, as much of a win as we're going to get to see. We're going to get to see, I think a lot of that this season. And that's what I'm most excited for. And, and I think you're, you're feeling very much the same is to, uh, you know, we've been talking about it uh, since last season, through the lens of like, oh, it'll be really fun to see Alonso antagonize his new teammate and whatnot. But yeah. it's, it's not. Now it's not. It's. I mean, it's not just. I'm sure, we'll teammate. get a taste of that. Mm-hmm. But that's not the main event. Mm-hmm. The main event is going to be Fernando antagonizing baby brain Max Verstappen. Yeah, who does not deal with any sort of you know mental warfare very well and i think we even saw it at the beginning of last season with him and and charles uh mm-hmm. going at it and charles would be so cool and you could just see like blood coming out of max verstappen's hairline anytime he would get frustrated about anything going on yep and Alonso is going to like if if that's what Charles was doing to Max Verstappen, like Fernando's going to turn Max Verstappen into the liquid nitrogen frozen terminator. <laughs> yes. And he will just wait for just the right moment to throw a stone at him and just watch him absolutely shatter yeah. into thousands of pieces before us. And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be the one of the most I, beautiful
0: takedowns I've ever witnessed. And quite frankly. This is as to massive Hamilton fans, like I am so happy to watch Hamilton fall by the wayside as Fernando Alonso focuses all of his attention and ire on taking down the literal golden boy of F1, the man who wears golden boots. Like there's no one Fernando Alonso wants to humiliate more than Mm -hmm. a person like Max Verstappen. There's just no, yep. like there's no one. It's going to be so fun. Uh, watching Oscar or listening to Oscar Piastri, he's his like comment on Alonzo. He was like that guy. He races you with 25% of his brain. He only spends 25% of his brain racing the rest of it. He spends thinking about how to beat you, which is like, mm-hmm. whoa. This dude is so skilled and so talented, yeah. just on raw pace and talent and ability alone. And then he also has like two and a half times more brain power that he's dedicating to like, how do I beat you? Not like how do I beat everyone else, but how do I beat you as a person and just completely take you out of your game? I mean, he. D- mm-hmm. This is what he does. This is what he will continue to do. And oh, I am so excited to see. He's going to. Is going to just annihilate everyone. Oh God,
1: so good. So oh, the God. the last the last thing I want to touch on, which for me was the most uh, joyous part of the race, was uh, there was some great battling and some incredible clean battling like expert level battling that we saw. Oh yeah. Uh, with, with Alonzo, we saw it with him and, uh, and Charles, but particularly when it was Alonzo and Hamilton. Yeah. Duking it out. And there was a point where Alonzo had this car dancing on the absolute edge on every attempt. And there was multiple yeah. attempts to get around Hamilton. One where he had to kind of throw the attempt away because he completely lost the back end of the car, but didn't snap into a spin or anything. He held it together mm-hmm. and cleaned it right back up, and just you know lost a little distance. He had another instance where he almost hit Hamilton, and the car moved. I've never seen a car in a move way like that. that looked like a video game yeah. glitch. Yeah, like it changed position. So suddenly, but precisely, yeah. uh, the commentators were all saying, "Oh, he hit him! He definitely hit him! Like that's that was There's just no way you like can't when you can't make not when you make do... contact with someone, like your car immediately has that impact and changes." Yeah, oh, that was with signs. But that he was that that was with signs. The um,
0: the the near the near miss there. Uh, yes, where yes, he yes, hit. yes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, because I they showed like the on board of it, and it was like, yeah, no, no he didn't hit him. How? my eyes are betraying me like what is i can't i can't process how he made that car do that and that's this is again this is like this is fernando alonso this is who he's always been this is what he does with every car we're just getting to see him do it at the front of the grid again and, and,
1: and I mean, and, and this is the thing he's been extracting maximum potential out of mm-hmm. the crappiest machinery for the last decade. And yeah. now he's got something, now he's got something good and it does appear like in race number one, he is extracting the maximum capacity out of it, which is, yeah. uh, unbelievable. And I guess, you know, something that you should expect from a two time, World champion, who is also the senior most driver on the grid, yeah, uh, f- phenomenal stuff. And God, yeah, it's so I-, I couldn't good. be more excited to see. Oh, the, where this all goes the, this season? The
0: la- last little Fernando Alonso thing was the thing that I wanted to that you missed because you you didn't watch the podium celebrations. uh So Nico Rosberg, are the the least uh. liked person? potentially in formula 1 outside of uh nelson pk like i mean i i that's i think that's not unfair to say like i'd say like uh villeneuve is more liked than nico rossberg cuz like villeneuve it's like oh he's funny he's an idiot he's i mean he kind of had like a traumatic brain injury and he's just he's okay sure he will still put him on tv but nico's just like a jerk like he's a just a full on jerk And he had a moment where he asked Alonzo like in this, like real quick, didn't even ask him, like he posed it as a question, but wasn't a question. It was more of like a cutting, like, Mm. let me tear you down a little bit where he was like, Oh wow. You guys are doing really, really well. Uh, Do you think that's because you got so much wind tunnel time last year? And that is literally just being like, Hey, do you think that uh, you're so good this year because you had such a team last year? And like, what's up with that and fernando alonso like without skipping a beat just does this like devilish smile he's like yeah we're not gonna have that problem it's like that's not gonna be an issue this year we're not gonna get the same wind tunnel time which is just the immediate like clapback of like i'm gonna put this car in a position where we are we are penalized we're like we're gonna be like a Mm -hmm. red bull status where we're going to be losing wind tunnel time so i'm not you can say whatever you want about last year's whatever, but like, <laughs> you can kindly kick rocks, Nico. And it, I just I can't stand Nico. I can't stand his interviewing style, his commenting style. He just, his he, voice.
1: just he just brings eighties movie uh, yeah. villain level of smugness to yeah. uh, to the to the grid. Uh, I yeah, Incredible. I can't wait to see more of this. I can't wait to see like fernando kind of rolling around in this you know new like it's i could tell you right now it's going to be like no matter where he places it's going to be fernando alonso mm. driver of the day yeah like week after week as a trip and tripping. uh yeah and uh it'll be it'll be interesting to see i i i look forward to just seeing also just more of the different ways that we see his his chaos and his hyper relaxed sort of like ability to play 4d chess with everyone, whether it's the mm-hmm. other drivers, whether it's the, the reporters and the, the motor press and, and oh. whatnot, he's going to be, he's going to be doing it all.
0: There were like several, what those folks do at the FIA press conference too. These are a lot of people from like the publications that you read, either you read the tweets from these people or, or, you read it in, like, actual, like, real proper publications. Uh, and they basically just try to get the drivers to talk about what is wrong with the car and, like, what's going on with the car and where they can find improvements and where, like, the car can be better or where it's, like, really doing well. And Alonso is perfect at answering these questions because he will say things like, they're like, oh, so... Um, if there's, like, one specific area of the car that needs a little bit of work, like, what what, what do you think that that is? Uh, and Fernando will, like, hold the mic up and be like, I know exactly what it is, and I'm not going to tell you. That's not for you. And it's, like, so cold and so perfect mm-hmm. and such, like, yeah, he's responding to your question, but he's also saying, like, I'm not going to give you anything. Like, I'm not going to give you anything, one, because that's not how this goes. I'm right here next to my competitors. Also, they'll read these comments. And two, I'm going to play cat and mouse with you because that I am Fernando Alonso. And I'm going to look you dead in your eyes. And without saying, fuck you, I'm going to say, fuck you. And it's so beautiful. And I love it. And I want every question and in every interview to be directed at him so he can do that. This is great. It's great. I'm I'm absolutely here for it. It's not even on some like, oh, I'm excited for Aston Martin. I'm just excited to have Fernando Alonso be Fernando Alonso at like the weirdest fever pitch that this sport has ever experienced in this country. And there are going to be yep. millions of people who are now going to be exposed, who have now been exposed to Fernando Alonso. are gonna And they're just going to be like, who is this dude? What's, wait, mm-hmm. what's the deal with this guy? he's going to have a whole new fan base now and i love yep. it i love it uh because he's such a bastard he's, like, he's such a bad, <laughs> it's so great it's so great i love it uh i hate him uh... but i love him it's it's wonderful uh all right man so um what else is there anything else we need to talk about i feel like we've we've talked about so much and
1: yeah i think uh you know next week next week we can circle back on you know some of the other nuances of the Mm -hmm. sport you know kicking back up into gear and and what it means for the season ahead uh but yeah i think you know coming out of this race range of emotions uh but definitely some some very satisfying nuggets and some promise of some really fun things to come mm-hmm. in the 2023 season and we got a
0: couple we've got a week off before we go and watch this race mm-hmm. in uh in saudi arabia uh so there's the Jeddah race uh the street circuit So very different circuit uh and then we've got australia after that uh the the second i believe uh of of april so we've got a couple of interesting races also very different tracks so if the aston martin <laughs> continues to perform well at the next two tracks i think it'll be pretty easy to predict where they will be for the rest of the season i already think they're going to be fighting for podiums if not race wins uh, especially if and when
1: stroll gets back to 100 because there will be two yeah in the i think there. So. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna see them as a mainstay on the podium, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, one can hope mm. for an Alonso win sometime yeah. this season. Oh, I want to see, see that. I mean, up. it's it's it is. Uh, you know, we gotta we we gotta figure out something to do with these Red Bulls, but uh, uh, you know, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll see how things go. We'll see. We'll see how the season unfolds from here. And I mean, you know, my uh, last last year, I felt like they didn't have the strongest trajectory. I mean, a little bit. They had a little boost at the beginning of the season where they were improving. But I felt like by midseason, Red Bull's fire was sort of like dimming down just mm-hmm. a little. Not enough to keep them from yeah. nonstop <laughs> wins. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. But yeah, I think I think I think it'll be interesting to see how the the cars evolve over the course of this season.
0: Yeah, me too. And I'm excited to see what Mercedes can bring to Baku and see what they look like on the street circuit uh and yep. on uh in Melbourne when they go there. So pretty pumped to see all of that. Uh also uh excited uh to see what ends up happening with Ferrari? Oh boy, folks. Uh we may be we may have lit the fuse on uh, the Ferrari bomb. Uh and it's we're just gonna
1: <laughs> The Bomb. Yeah. The bomb. Yep. That's we're just right. gonna keep That's watching right. yeah.
0: this weird bomb that keeps going off over and over again over the course of the season. Uh I hope that Charles and Carlos have like a good Uh, like not just like a physical like train like a physio coach but also maybe like a mental coach just someone to like keep their emotions in check uh because i can't hear another blood curdling scream like we heard from Charles last year that 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 haunts me still uh i still think Mm -hmm. about
1: that too often so i don't want to hear that Do, Uh, do you think do you think that uh somewhere Somewhere out in the world this sunday uh Mattia Benoto and Daniel Ricardo were like toasting each other with with champagne and just laughing yeah. and uh you know tattooing each other just like yeah, uh tattooing each other <laughs> chuckling like crazy doing uh, shoeies you know, uh
0: together with, yeah like, doing shoeers rolling wine.
1: around in their in their contract to buy out money and and mm-hmm. whatnot, yeah, yeah, there was one more e s p n uh, like meme
0: it was a meme because it's just daniel ricardo's face in a mclaren uh in mclaren kit just being like daniel ricardo watching mclaren this year is like the caption and it's like yeah it's yeah. great it's mclaren absolutely rotting and uh <laughs> daniel ricardo just like doing the biggest being like
1: yeah you pay, you paid me 18 million dollars not to drive that
0: yeah oh I would I get paid no money not to drive cars. I'd like to get paid any amount of money to not drive a car, especially if it was like a car like the McLaren. Sorry, McLaren. Good luck. God bless. Uh, but it's probably not going to work out this season. Johnny, what do you think? Do you think the stock has gone up? Where are we at?
1: Yeah, stock is, uh, stock is exploding. Yeah. We've got the sport is back broadcasts are back Mm -hmm. uh i'll i'll touch on some of this next week but i think there's all sorts of stuff that's even happening behind the scenes at espn with how they're pushing f1 harder than they were last year and whatnot and uh yeah it's good stuff we and we got logan Sargent in the mix Mm -hmm. i think uh i think stock is stock is going to be on a upward trajectory for the foreseeable future yeah Yeah, I can't wait. I
0: can't wait to see what this season brings us. uh, But also I can wait because it's going to be exhausting. Folks, we have Mm -hmm. a long season ahead of us. And we will continue to do podcasts throughout it. Uh, Tell your friends about it. Rate and review us in iTunes uh, and in whatever other platforms you're using. Uh, But yeah, I feel like the stock has gone through the roof. It'll continue to go through the roof. Uh, I love that we have a good old local Florida man in the mix now uh, and whew, oh we are in it we are in it Johnny and I am um, I might even get like something Fernando Alonso uh, in like Aston Martin to like wear as support for some of these races because I just want to see him take points off of Max and Checo Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that's what he's going to do. That's what he's going to do. He's going to take points off of Max. And there's a chance that like Checo will also take points off of Max, which is why I think there's a very good chance that there's going to be a much closer battle for the championship because if Fernando keeps going, it's going to
1: keep what's, what what's the appropriate piece of like branded Formula One merchandise that would convey the beauty of like gaslighting mental warfare <laughs> that that Fernando Alonso will be applying to his competitors? Because it's not just like no. shirt or no. hat. Like, is it like uh Is it just like a a? a branded bottle of Dracor, Dracar noir
0: uh. yeah yeah i don't know it's just such there's so many good opportunities for trolling because he is such like i mean the alpine stars brand that he rocks uh and mm. continues to rock which is just so funny that he continues to i mean he has to wear that brand but also it's just funny uh because yeah it's a troll uh oh one last thing before we dip out, a perfect troll moment in the press conference. I, I sent it to you already. Johnny was. Oh there was, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, a moment where one reporter asked uh, what uh, what it was like uh, to be. Uh, oh, it's like it's like what it was like to be a Red Bull driver, and like. It was- what was it, was, it? it was
1: what it was like to be to be Red Bull one and two, right? Yeah. Yeah. To have a yeah. one-two finish.
0: To have a Red Bull one-two finish. Uh, and it was like was like, oh, it was nice to have an all Red Bull podium. Uh, which is the joke. Yeah. It's the joke, and it will continue to be the joke. Dan Follows used to work as Adrian Nui's number two at Red Bull. So the guy who's mm-hmm. running the aerodynamics program at Aston Martin was the Red Bull number two. And yeah, there'll continue to be jokes like that. Absolutely. Uh, and I think it's great. And I'm happy that Checo is making them because why not? Have some fun, Checo. Yep. Uh have some fun. Take the piss out of your own brand and Max's championship and his delight and all that stuff.
1: All right. Where can the folks find you out there in the world, Johnny? Uh, folks can find me at johnnymotion.com and uh otherwise if you're not already doing it everybody get out there to your favorite streaming platforms and stream some de la soul Ooh, de la soul's entire right. music catalog is after a more than a decade long legal battle mm-hmm. uh, their music is finally available on all the major streaming platforms so uh dive in there check yeah. it out Agreed. Soak yeah. in some some wonderful, beautiful De La Soul vibes, Corey. Where can the where can the folks find you? Ooh, I
0: love that De La Soul plug, Johnny. Uh, yeah, we just had like De La Day and everything, where they yeah. counted down the moment to when everything went streaming. Yep.
1: Did you were you watching that? Oh that yeah, was, absolutely. Uh, that was <laughs> yeah,
0: That was lovely. Really, that was really that was cool. really nice. Uh, they literally did a balloon drop, folks. They did a balloon drop for when their yep. music went live on streaming, so that they could start earning money off their catalog again. Um, my plugs i am cory uh i am cory i am burn cory burn on twitter i am burn cory burn on tiktok uh we are the f1 files on tiktok and the f1 files on twitter as well uh so yeah come track me down find me there uh find us there and uh yeah make sure you rate and review us folks Mm-hmm. I don't wanna I, I I've nearly forgotten how to end this podcast, John, because I'm so excited uh <laughs> for Fernando Alonso and what is to come. But you could check in with us next time, and we will check in with you the next time on hmm. um, the F1 files. Boo!
1: <laughs>